Good day, good day. Welcome to Fox Force 5. Hello, Nicola O'Brien. You are looking radiant. You have beautiful new hair. I am getting my, <laughs> I'm hoping to get my beautiful new hair li- later. I've, I'm a w- probably a week too longer than I should be with my hair. So it's a mess. But yours looks great. <laughs> oh, but sure. Like, yeah. So I don't know if we said this already on the podcast, but we're both going holidays to the same place. Just completely <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. How weird uh, sister's brains and stuff. But uh, it's always very bright, so I need the sun to like bleach me, make yeah. it look better. But uh, oh, I love you. it! It's so vibrant. It's so you are one of those people, though, Nick, that people stop you on the street and say, "I love your hair." Um, I which know. Is nice. Sometimes lately, though, I'm like, maybe I'm getting too old for it. Not <laughs> at all. You're never too old. Oh my god! Look at people like Iris Apfel. She's such a queen because she keeps yeah. her own unique identity and she does her own thing. Like, do your own thing. And this is my my new thing. And you're probably going to be embarrassed by me in the next ever because my new thing is just if it makes you happy do it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what other people think if you want to join a swingers club if you want to start (laughs) I don't know learn learning how to skydive if you want to do whatever you want to do like don't care what other people think just go and do it and do what makes you happy because you know what life is too bloody short so let's just get on with enjoying ourselves and enjoying our lives and enjoying day to day and not focusing on like the holidays and the cars and the things and the achieving and the bigger houses and all that focus on this stuff that brings you joy you know intermittently so that's my new thing rent over (laughs) yeah no I agree with you and I think lately actually I'm trying not to let little things get to me because like there's so much you can't control when you have a small baby as well and like just the other day when I was going to the hairdresser, you know, it's so much fucking work now. You can't just go to the hairdressers. Yeah, Everything is just babysitter so and you have to oh. until like they start crash or whatever. You know, you where you kind of don't know, you know, if if this will work out or whatever. But when I actually got to the hairdressers, I was like, I'm just going to try to enjoy this time on my own because it's so precious. Oh, you know? Oh my god! Oh, that's the joke you always see on the American memes. It's like. um uh, a trip to Target is like a holiday, you know, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, like, um, it's, it's funny you're talking about that though, because I read an article in the Sunday Times there about a book that's out called Mom Rage by Mina Dubbin, Dubbin, oh. Dubbin. And, um, oh my God, some of it really rang true. Like, um, she, she's a journalist, I think, who basically put, you know, a comment out or an art, wrote an article one day talking about this actual physical rage she feels, you know, sometimes, and how yeah. she has to sort of contain it. And I mean, like, literally, she was saying really, really strong things like, you know, sitting on my hands so I don't squeeze the child, you know, and things like that, like oh, really gosh, uncomfortable yeah. stuff. But some of the more day to day anger the issues. Can really risk yeah, totally. To. Over the imbalance of yeah. life and how so much falls to women and mothers and 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 all of that and how it's just unfair and we're set up to fail essentially. We've talked about this a lot in the podcast but mm-hmm. I'm going to have a listen to this book because I think it's interesting and I think people need to acknowledge more of those feelings you know because we're all just stuck at home in our kitchens going fuck 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 <laughs> You can give us a highlight but yeah. um, I will share my mom rage with you this morning yeah. and bless my husband he's such a good man but he goes to work at six o'clock in the morning uh-huh. and he has a shirt that has poppers on it for work like he has oh, a uniform God. for work and it has poppers <laughs> and he just pop the button to Easy pop on, it on easy off Nicola nice and oh, stop. <laughs> 
And at quarter to six this morning, he sat there popping on the shirt, oh, popping. You know, can you pop them outside the door? Waking the baby in the process, <laughs> woke the baby. And the rage that I felt about that shirt this morning. I know. It wasn't even the I know. man was just trying to get dressed Which you've work, probably heard a thousand so times rage. before, but in that moment, you could actually commit murder over it. Like, that's the thing. Oh, isn't so, it? And I was like, shh, 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 yeah. shh, shh, you know, just, <laughs> well, it seems I as we're felt. comparing like that kind of anger oh, with your spouse God. over things you couldn't foresee. Uh, Stuart decided to pull Estelle dropped something went under the fridge he decided to pull the fridge out and there was a plant on top of the fridge and the plant went flying now I mean it was a lovely kind of yucca thing that had like a big big head on it he knocked the whole head off the plant like clear swipe like if you took a samurai sword to it you wouldn't have done a better job I couldn't believe it I was just stood there going and he just like making excuses and I was just like you could just say sorry you've killed my plant you know, you've beheaded yeah. my blood. And the, in that moment, like, it's not even rage, I feel. It's this weird, empty questioning of life. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Like, how did this happen? Time. Like, how, how, how is the kind of yeah. word and the emptiness? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, like we could sit here all day and talk about this. Kind oh, of it's stories, terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. We, we do love especially, them, but. Especially oh. feel it lately with the lack of sleep. And, and also, I mean, because we're perfect, <laughs> you know, it's very easy to judge everybody. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, look, stupid. venting, vent over. Sorry, boys. Sorry, Stuart and Jer. We love you. Um, please don't kill any more plants. Please don't pop your poppers. <laughs> sounds kind of saucy. It does sound it a bit saucy. <laughs> it's the opposite of saucy. Oh, but anyway, there you go. So, um, yeah, so we get it. We get it. But, um, oh, you're you're in the zone there, though, with um, small baby. It's flipping hard, like flipping hard. Well, it's just the brain deadness of yeah. the lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. And even if she sleeps well, it's the like she makes cooing noises or she'll like roll over a lot or she has this mad thing with her head sometimes. It's just the, the little noises that eventually like start to drive you insane because uh, you hear it. Yeah. You know? And as well, you in a lot of cases, the mother will be on that sort of one ear open always when you're sleeping, yes, like yeah. you're on high alert 24-7 when you've got small kids, babies, yeah. whereas dad is usually like fast asleep on the other side of the bed or whatever. You know, And that can be and I think that's a biological thing, to be honest with you. Yes. Yeah. Um, that can be frustrating, you know, and there's all of that. But look. I don't know. Yeah, it's just well, like as well. I don't mind because I'm on maternity leave and poor old Jer's going to work in the morning, so I don't mind that. Like, but it's just more that like this tiniest little noise you would have never noticed before. Now I notice it. You know, it's mad. It's mad the way that your brain changes. But anyway, sure, we could be here chatting about it all day. Let's rock on, Claire. Okay, number one. One. So this is my longest item today, but I thought it was really interesting. I hope other people find it interesting too. It was an article from Press Association. So former BBC Radio One DJ Annie Mac has said women are not booking are not booking festivals or being signed to record labels, further perpetuating the music industry as a boys' club. Um, Annie Mac said she had nothing to lose while giving evidence at the misogyny in music inquiry at the House oh. of Commons Women oh. and Equalities Committee in London last week. Um, I didn't even know what was happening. The broadcaster and author said she had a shield of protection while working at the BBC, but nevertheless shared her experiences of the industry. My personal experience, she said, was I was always the only girl in the lineup. A lot of the time in the dressing room or backstage, the only artist that was a female. And that was just the way it was. It wasn't until a few years ago in 
life was crazy that I started thinking this isn't okay. I remember the first time I emailed a promoter back because I got asked to DJ and they sent me the festival lineup and the first female name was 11 rows down. This was the point where I felt I could say that and get they got quite defensive. Um, time and time again, sound engineers would lean over you and take up your personal space and start fiddling with the volume. Um, they don't even ask. Oh. They just lean in and they start fiddling as if you don't know what you're doing. That has happened to me countless times. I know they don't do it to men because I've watched. McManus, who bid farewell to BBC Radio 1 in 2021 after 17 years, also said she finds the annual festival lineup announcements very depressing to see the lack of female artists and general sedate level of progress. The bottom tiers of festival lineups is chock full of women, she said. The fact of the matter is, for all the major festivals in the UK, the only female booker is Emily Evis, who books Glastonbury. Um, Every other festival is booked by a man. Yes, he may have female assistants, but is the but it is the same as record labels. You have all these female executives, but all their top bosses are men. We need a wo- we need a woman to run a live promotion company the size of Festival Republic or Live Nation. McManus continued, "You need women at that level, and in order to get them to that level, they need to be able to feel it as an industry. They can stay feel it as an industry they can stay in, and that they can be safe in, and have the menopause in, and have kids in, and have maternity leave in, and still progress." She continued. Okay, there's a lot more on it there. But anyway, I think it's just really interesting. Um, mm. During the inquiry, which aims to examine the misogynistic attitudes exist that exist in the music industry and what steps can be taken to improve attitudes and treatment of women, McManus said it was ultimately about investing in young women at the start of their career. And she kind of quotes people like Billie Eilish, who are a really good positive example now, but she is managed by her parents. She's got a very kind of safe space and team around her. Um, but she said the more Billie Eilish's and Lizzo's and Taylor Swift's and Adele's that happen, the more people will be forced to admit that women can, st- can still sell tickets. Uh, the music industry oh, is a boys course. club. Oh, oh, geez. Taylor Swift. Like, oh, she's yeah. really Bigger than anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, McManus appeared at the select committee alongside Rebecca Ferguson, actually, who was on X Factor. She's oh. She came out a lot about what happened to her in the X Factor and the damage it did to her and all that stuff as well. So look, I just think it's really interesting. It'd be really interesting to see what comes out of that um, committee. But I think like a lot of things in life, you know, and I, I've said this a million times, but like I think back to the sort of 2000s and I felt like we were kind of moving in the right direction with things. And now it feels like we're moving backwards on everything. And this is definitely one of those yeah. areas where, you know, it all felt like it was, you know, the, people were trying to encourage more women into these things and like getting a bit more support and all that. But she's right because it stops at a certain point, you know, that that support. It yeah. stops. Usually it starts falling off when women start having babies. So they might be mm. in these careers and then they have a baby and then they don't get promoted again or then they just, you know, have yeah. to change job because they can't work around it or whatever. And it's that kind of and I would argue that kind of happened in my career as well you take a step back and next thing, things kind of fall apart, you know, and yeah. as much as we'd like to think that everything's okay, then it's not always in every, in every job. So we've got to keep our eyes on it and keep talking about it and keep encouraging um, movement at senior level, you know, because as long as the men are in charge at the top, there won't be that sort of insight and positive discrimination that's needed to get more women mm-hmm. into these industries, you know, so yeah, agreed. And that sound engineer thing is annoying. And I've experienced that myself, actually. You know, that what I do and is similar. In, in motion. <laughs> yeah. And 
just because you're a girl, you couldn't possibly understand how sound works. You know, it, it, like it comes down to that. But then that whole like I'm I'm a member of a group on Facebook called Sound Girls. And it's actually a lot of female sound engineers as well yeah. as producers and, and like radio and podcast editors and that kind of thing. And the stories you hear from them about like being disrespected in the um, on the desk, you know, and especially women that are touring with bands. So they encounter different people who own the venues where they're touring with the bands or there might be a resident sound engineer that they have to work with. And it's just, Mm. yeah, really, really nail dominated industry still. So, yeah, you have to be fairly thick skinned to to get into it. So, yeah, there you go. I thought that was just kind of interesting. Very interesting. News yeah. from London. Uh, okay, over to you, number two. Two. Uh, number two. So we watched that uh, stupid movie this week. They might have seen advertising of Estrays. It's like Oh, yeah. Dogs. Yeah. Uh, the only thing <laughs> I heard about what? it was it's definitely not for kids. <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh, no. It's really, it's really adult. Now, there was a few laugh out loud moments, I have to say. And for like a, a program like that, I thought it was done quite well, actually. It was quite funny. And um, some of it, like some of the way that they, just like the references, like dog references to stuff. I know it sounds stupid now, but it was quite funny. Like there's one scene about like fireworks and the way the dogs react to the fireworks and stuff like that is very funny. Um, But like, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing nearly recommending it, but like if you're looking for something to do and you don't much, you know, you don't have anything else to do and yeah, definitely over 18 is a vibe and you've maybe had some alcohol, <laughs> then I would recommend it. Like Will Farrell plays the main dog and it's all about like, you know, he wants to get back to his owner, but his owner's a total piece of shit like that tr- keeps trying to get rid of him oh god and eventually has like dumped him really far away and it takes like Jamie Foxx's character Bug to the other little dog to kind of be like you were dumped like this mm-hmm. is not a nice guy you know and then the whole thing is trying to get back to your man to like bite his balls off because <laughs> of the way he's treated him and stuff oh he's so seeking kind revenge of like bound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah kind of like homer bound but like funny um there is a few very funny scenes there's one scene where they eat mushrooms they're walking through a forest and they eat mushrooms and they trip Start balls tripping. and they like <laughs> think that they're like playing with these bunny rabbits and sure they wake up and they've like killed all these bunny rabbits <laughs> god <laughs> so it's a bit mint but um, yeah, it was a bit of a laugh. So anyway, because it's so current, I said I'd talk about that one. And the other thing then, just to remind people, is um, I spoke about it season one of it because it was very enjoyable. But uh, Wheel of Time season two is out. And there's actually six episodes already because they released three or four in the first week. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of fantasy, kind of grown up fantasy show. Um, it's very good I'm really enjoying it the first couple of episodes already took us kind of a while to remember what happened in the first season but now that we're kind of back into it it is good it's quite dark what did you say it's called sorry Wheel of Time oh Wheel of Time yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay where's that it's on? on Amazon Prime oh right Amazon Prime and is but that... also Apple TV there's an awful lot of stuff that's on two, two streamers now which is getting a bit confusing but where's is Stray's out yet Nicola can people watch it online anywhere yet we watch it on the dodgy background with you, but it's in the cinema and mm-hmm. um, it's probably one of those ones that will be out in streamer very soon though you know yeah. it's that kind of way. yeah um, and then just finally uh, Barbie is out streaming yes so just I, I'm not being funny though that Stray's thing when we went to see Barbie Effie was like mom can we watch that she was pointing her f- it's not for pointing up it's the not for- so people just be careful <laughs> if it comes on to Netflix it isn't for your kids okay no it's definitely not cool but yeah, Barbie is out, so you can rent it if you want. To I'm excited watch. to watch that on my own without having to go to, to take someone to the toilet four times. Two things: I started watching. Wait for it. Wait for it. 
below deck. Oh, did you? <laughs> series oh, one, Nicola. Series one. Yeah, series one is shit. Which series now? Of what? There's like six different below decks. That yes. The American one. one. The American one. Where are they though? They're in St. Martin, in the Caribbean. Okay, yeah. That's kind of the OG below deck with Captain Lee. that the old fellow? Yeah, it's old. Is he Lee? I thought it was Chris. Is he Lee? Okay, maybe it's Lee. It's okay. There's like six different franchises. It's, there. it's below classic. Deck, it's classic um, reality TV stuff. But even there's been stuff in this series, which is probably about 10 years old, that I'm like, whoa, don't know Four. if you get away with that now. You know, people Four, getting really pissed. They're on their 10th and... or 12th season, yeah. like, it's, so that must be pretty old, yeah. yeah. But there is some questionable stuff for sure over the years. Oh, my God, did you, like, if you've never watched, like, Real Housewives or any of those, no. there's fucking mad shit that went down in those over the years. Mad yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Like, getting really physical with each other and stuff, like, yeah. throwing glass at each other. Like, it's amazing they but didn't But touching have each other kind of inappropriately and stuff, you know, yeah. as well, when they're not in yeah. a relationship and things like that it's all a bit but anyway why don't you just keep all that and just watch like I nearly finished the first series now sure it was in Lisbon last week so I was like blitzing <laughs> it it's kind of nice to have some no offence brain dead TV to watch sometimes total brain dead TV I love it the new season of the Mediterranean one now is starting next week I've just yeah. finished the Australian one it's massive like it's absolutely massive the Australian one's very good is there's it? only two seasons okay. that you could is that the one that had that. all the controversy recently about the girl yes. the Australian yeah, one yeah and the captain is Hot. Captain oh, Jason. Nice. So he's uh, he's nice to look at. Yeah. So it's very good. That just, and the sailing one are my favorite too. Okay. The others are a bit because the captains and the other ones are a bit yawning. But whereas um I really like the sailing one. That's where the Irish girl daisies and okay, the, right, right, right. I'm just and look- then low deck is good with the Aussie one. I'm just looking out the window because the geese are migrating at the moment, and there is just loads oh. of them flying over. It's so nice. I love this time of year. It goes on for ages, mind. I, if memory serves me correctly, last year they were still going in flipping December. But um, yeah, oh. it's lovely. Um, I can't really see much on a, another roof out, out my window. So when <laughs> something like that happens, I'm like, hey, geese. Um, the one thing I wanted to tell you about as well for TV is dun, dun, dun. A big screen version of Murder, She Wrote is being produced. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah, right. so Variety reported there recently uh, that it's the people who wrote Dumb Money and Spider-Man and Little Women and the some people from Orange is the New Black and it sounds like a really good mix. And uh, yeah, so basically that's going to be coming. I don't know when, uh, but it's in production. So there you go. It's exciting. I'll tell you an even bigger one mm. that there's going to be a Buffy sequel <gasps> series. Yeah. Shut so the door. Really? Yeah. I wasn't even a big Buffy fan, but I know how serious doing, like, an audio thing first, but there's Get away. Be, uh, indeed, it's such a fave, isn't Josh it? Yeah, won't be involved, obviously, because he got cancelled because he abused, mentally abused. Who got cancelled? Who got cancelled? Josh Whedon, who made it. Oh. Who made Buffy. So, uh, mm. and he made a lot of the blockbusters too. He's you know, not getting much work. He's in yeah. Okay. Anywho, let us move on. Okay. Uh, number three. Free. So our fox this week is from across the pond, as they say. It is none other than tennis legend Billie Jean King. Uh, it, oh. It's been, okay, I need to count this. 7th Street, 8th Street, 9th Street, 1000th Street. <laughs> 50 years this week wow. since she beat Bobby Riggs in three straight sets to win the famous Battle of the Sexes tennis match. 
Um, oh. you, you might remember there was a film made about this a few years ago. Uh, once the number the world's number one tennis player for several years, Riggs, a self-proclaimed male chauvinist, claimed that the female game was inferior and that a female player could not beat him even after he had retired from competition. King accepted his challenge and beat Riggs at a highly publicised game mm-hmm. in the Houston Astrodome watched by estimated 90 million people worldwide. I think we should have more of these men versus women games. Um, the audience of over 30,000 people is still the largest ever to watch a tennis match in the US. King's victory was hailed as a triumph for women worldwide and is credited in igniting a boom in girls and women's sports. King continued her tennis dominance for many years during her career, capturing numerous titles, including 12 Grand Slams, in singles titles 16 Grand Slam women's doubles titles and 11 Grand Slam mixed doubles titles so yeah. she she didn't mind um, playing with men yeah. as well <laughs> a long time advocate of gender equity in sports King also founded the Women's Sports Foundation a non-profit organisation dedicated to advancing the lives of girls and women through sports and physical activity some woman she's still knocking oh. around as far as I know yeah I think so mm-hmm. yeah, it's very interesting I didn't know that they uh, maybe it is know that they actually like played each other it's oh yeah so that was the whole thing about yeah there's a film there's like a you could, might yeah. even be on Netflix or something there's a film about it like and all the sort of tension and the I build know, up and I, they were I kind of slagging they, each other off from a distance for a while and then she kind of put it to him come on and play me and he was like oh yeah no problem and uh, she beat him down so um, nice. yeah amazing okay cool. over to you number four Four. Um, number four is actually one that I spoke to you about last week and I thought it was kind of a handy one for people to know about. Um, it's the Flight Radar 24. Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, so it's, I, it's crazy I didn't talk about it before because I know I've talked about lots of travel stuff on here before, apps wise But this is like the best thing ever. I absolutely am obsessed with it as somebody who loves to know what's going on before other people. As in like, you know, you're know, you like, is my flight going to be delayed or not? And you well, cannot can trust the, I think since, you know, like, <laughs> since, you know, you've got the screen at the airport and then you've got your airline app and the two never seem to say the same bloody thing if you've got a delay or whatever. So yes. it's like you need a third, you know, it's a triangulation. Yes, to you, yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to get that, Outside independent information so you can decide what's actually happening yourself. So, yeah, go on, explain it. Sorry. Oh, but I, I'm a total control freak when it comes to travel stuff. Like, I. Well, you know I'm what? Amazing. I don't blame you because whatever when you're traveling on your own, but even when you've got kids, it's like you cannot afford to have massive delays where you're sitting in the airport for hours and all that jazz. So, yeah, go on. Sorry. But look, say for example, right, I am flying, uh, there's next flight there from Cork Airport is at 11.45 this morning, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I go to my flight radar 24. It is an app. They are also present on Twitter. They have quite a nice little Twitter account of just like airplane facts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's website. So you can just look it up on the website too. So my flight here, say London Heathrow, is obviously on your boarding pass and all that. EI, so I'm going to type it in here, EI. 712. So I search my flight, comes up, Cork, London, live, uh, says things like scheduled. So I'm going to take a screenshot so we can put it maybe on the story later. But it says like scheduled departure, scheduled arrival, all that jazz. Lovely. Hey, presto. But that's all the kind of common sensey stuff that mm. you can kind of see normally. So to kind of find out a bit more, what you need to do is go into the uh, 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 aircraft info. And if you go into aircraft info, it shows you where that plane is coming is, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's coming from. And that's the one that's 
gives you the info. Because, because then you can look up that. whether that flight is delayed it's or delayed. S- scheduled or whatever. So exactly. then you can make your own assessment and you're like, oh, it is delayed, but it's now scheduled to land at whatever, which means it's exactly. going to have an X you amount of knock judge. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like a few weeks ago when I was going over to Kelly, that was the day of the storm. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, it was so bad the weather. I was like, I don't know what's going to go. But I was able to see that my flight was coming from somewhere in the Mediterranean. And I was kind of able to see at least that it was coming to Cork, that it was mm-hmm. going to land in Cork, all looked well. So that was all very promising. So at least it just kind of helps with seeing, is my flight going to go, especially with weather and stuff, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Like if you're worried about like, is your, it's snowy, for example, is the flight going to come and land from blah, 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 you know? So I think it helps you with just having a realistic understanding of if your flight's going to go or not. And if you live near the airport, like I do and Kelly does, it's very handy yeah, because like, delay leaving. Yeah. and you don't have a bag, for example, you potentially don't need to go to the airport for another few hours, you know, mm-hmm. if you were delayed or whatever it may be. So I think it's a brilliant little app. It's, um, it'll obviously tell you that the time, the other thing I use it for is say if Kelly was coming over to see me now and we were going to collect her at the airport, I would be able to see her flight literally in real time across a little map mm-hmm. approaching Cork and it would tell me the estimated time like in a countdown like 10 minutes to go mm-hmm. countdown to when she was due Rather to land. Rather than relying on the crap so on the, arrivals on the, the airport website. Exactly, yeah. scheduled mm-hmm. time, all that. So again, if you want to just be more precise you can use the app. Every minute is a hostage, Nicola. Every minute is a hostage. Indeed. (laughs) And I remember actually once we were sat in your sister's house in London out the back and it was roasting hot day and we just played like, where's the plane going? You can use use them for, yeah, looking at what's in the sky and where that plane's going. It's cool. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. we were like, where's this one going now? We spent ages looking at like where that flight was after. And obviously it was London, so it was all very um, dramatic places. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah, so I love it. It's a lovely little app. So I think it's a great one if you're uh, traveling much. And um, there's a lot of bad traveling at the moment. Poor Alison, I have to give her a shout out. The creator was due to fly to Porto last night. Uh, first, there was an incident with a passport. We won't go into that because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Oh. But then uh, she's traveling on her own and her flight was three, four hours delayed. Uh, eventually took off and then they got a message like 20 minutes before landing to say that the airport was closed, Porto Airport was closed. So I'm pretty sure she's in Madrid now. So oh and had a mayor with Ryanair trying to get a hotel room and all that. So literally a uh, travel, a trip from the, the hell. So oh, uh, bless you. Is it a work trip or a holiday so, trip? No holiday. And oh. you know, at least it's a long holiday. I think that's a good thing. If they're going for a weekend, their weekend will be gone. Yeah, know? that's the thing, isn't um, it? Mm-hmm. Sending all my love to her if she's listening because she's had an awful couple of days mm. travel-wise mm. greater but uh, so yeah so obviously some things like that can be you know avoided but there is I've heard some disastrous stories mm. lately so just um, yep. keep an eye on your phone uh, it's so free as well that app but I think there is some sort yeah. of uh, you can pay There's but it's, I'm sure that's up. for um, complete yeah. flight nerds or plane nerds or plane spotters yeah. or whatever you want to call them okay yeah. cool yeah respect uh, number five Bye. So this is kind of, music is an element to it, but everybody will know that it's Culture Night tonight. That's the 18th Culture Night. Uh, Lots of events are running over the weekend as well. There's a huge range of events, including music, across the country. And you can find out more at culturenight.com. 
Ie. Um, but yes, the beloved nationwide we're celebration. Oh, are you? We yeah. always go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to wear the baby because it's kind of hectic. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. The beloved nationwide celebration of culture and arts is back uh, today with a full programme of unmissable events. Culture Night is about opening the doors and inviting people in to experience a range of quality arts and cultural events for free. It's a chance for each one of us to connect with the arts and experience something new. Over the years, special attention has been given to creating spaces that are inclusive and safe. Culture Night celebrates belonging and is for everyone. So no matter what your age or inclination, go check out the Culture Night programme at culturenight.ie to see what free events are happening in your area and as I said obviously it's on today some people are probably listening to this in the past so but check it out because there's other stuff happening Saturday and Sunday I think there's stuff on the weekend and actually if anyone is in Cork I don't know if many of our listeners are but there's a big thing on Douglas Street on Sunday they're like pedestrianising the street and having a big party and tomorrow is the first car free day in Cork City as well oh fab fab there's Maeve hi Maeve 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 the Rave she's getting a bit annoyed so oh, sorry. Teething, but still doesn't have teeth. Oh, <laughs> so I know. It's terrible. That's why we to, we're believed with the podcast because unfortunately Last week was horrendous. baby there for yeah. a few days. But yeah, she didn't go for it. She, she looks bright and bushy tails, yeah. She is, yeah. Um, Nicola, I have to talk to you very briefly about... There was a clip I saw on... Uh, Twitter yesterday and it was on the news and stuff of Michael Hillier being abused outside yes yeah in Kildare Street was it outside the doll yeah and it's basically am I right in saying this now it's a bunch of people who are protesting but they're not really protesting about anything in, in particular they're just sort of like things, they're conspir- yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorists gone wild yes. like is that is that right yeah was, yeah, was, there's a lot of those lunatics at the moment, which is really scary because the numbers seem to be rising. And um, but what happened? I think it was Michael Lee is in. He is an American intern yes. who got sort yes. of pushed around as well. Can you imagine? They just a arrived. Phone taken off them and stuff. Weird shit. So yeah, it's disgrace, really. Like, but also there was police there, and I think a few people, thirteen people, were arrested. But like, it seems to have just been. Madness. I thought People it was interesting that like one of the police, like one of the Gardaí looked like he was kind of almost carrying Michael. He had him by the arm, you know, it would look quite, you know, rough and sort of, yeah, you know, strange. I'm by, oh, fair, not a fan of the Healy Rays, but still, I that was terrible. That that was really intimidating and aggressive. And like the language they were using and the stuff they were shouting was terrible. Like it was. Oh, they're lunatics. Yeah. And if even if you go on like Twitter these days, it's such a fucking toxic place anyway. Mm-hmm. But there's so much of that lunacy going around mm-hmm. like at the moment where like it's just, I'm very angry about various different things. Yeah. They don't have one anger, they have multiple angers. Yeah. Like, and it's just, we're seeing a rise of that in every country, I think, of these fucking lunatics who are racist. Yeah, they're saying and, that basically like you know in the in this modern world there's just these places they can congregate online and kind of bolster each other yes. and g each other up that's that's fucking giving them bloody fucking Falls. energy yeah yeah exactly getting they think they fucking big dick energy then they're going off and doing those stupid shit mm-hmm. where like nobody wants to listen to them like mm-hmm. you know and it's like these racist pricks like oh it's just bad and there's a few things in the moment in Ireland like Dublin's gotten very rough there's a few mad things going on in Galway as well like big uh, crime families taking each other on and like stabbings and murders and people being knocked down antisocial behaviour is going through the roof in this country it's very bad do you bad. think that there's something about like you know certain elements of 
social problems that haven't been addressed that are kind of coming to a head. Oh, yeah. I know? think it's the cost of living here is a big cost one. Cost of living, People yeah. are very upset. And it is bad. Like, we do a shop now because we buy formula for the baby. Any of our shopping now is pretty much 120 quid. And you could have seven items and yeah. it would be 120 quid. Because yeah. I do a Tesco delivery and we'll also try to go to Aldi, you know. And no matter what I buy in Tesco's, and it could be like feck all because we're buying formula and all that. It's just so expensive. You know, everything is I do. I always like, notice in Ireland how expensive it is when you go like, yeah, like 50 is. quid, you might as well set in a light, take it out your pocket. But like you know, when we were in Edinburgh a few weeks ago, it's gotten way more expensive over there mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. It really has. And actually Lane was on a head in Liverpool. And when we went down Christmas and I thought it was really cheap a few years ago. Mm. I thought it was very reasonable. Like we had a fucking massive day out. I think I only spent like 50 Oh, that day something. out we had at the festival was astronomical. I was actually talking so to a pal of mine who's an uh, arts um, correspondent. Yeah, we Scotsman. didn't scrimp either, to be fair. No. Like, we went for a nice <laughs> lunch. We were there for a luxurious cocktail the whole day. But uh, you swear now, the pot I know, was but like, but when you're not paying less than... It was about like, 150 quid, I'd say, each we spent. Well, well, at least... Like, um, it's not I like that drunk. No, it's like you can't get around for less than like 17, 18, 19, 20 quid. Like, yeah. And even then, even when we were drinking like vodka, very similar price to here now in the UK, yeah. it really is. Now, like, to be fair, we were in all the kind of festival haunts and stuff like that. So nice it is bars, checked up, you know, it wasn't kind yeah. of like normal locals and stuff like that. But anyway, I, yeah, I agree. Look, there's just there's so many things going on at the moment with cost of living and all that. It is causing a lot of um hassle and concern for people and oh, stop I'm going on to unpaid leave soon and like I'm very lucky to be able to take it but at the same time like the anxiety it's causing I me know, is, is know, wild like especially it's the end of November going to Christmas and stuff I know like, I won't be able to give people presents this year that's just the, the we'll fact, have to have a know? present amnesty this year yeah because I think everybody's a bit yeah, money situation is a bit precarious to be fair our family has gotten a lot better with just like putting money in for the kids and, yeah you know and I think that is nice yeah. like but um, we maybe yeah. need to do something on the podcast the next few weeks about like ideas to sort oh, of make Christmas some yeah save some money over Christmas anyway listen that's kind of everything from us well no I would just no. like to say I uh, hope Ireland smash South Africa tomorrow uh, we'll see I'm extremely nervous about it my mother our mother God love her is like dreaming she mm. had a dream the other day about the entire rugby she said I've been having off my nightmares the entire <laughs> r- the rugby team were in uh, Irish rugby team were in my bedroom I goes mom that's a fucking dream what are you about that a nightmare <laughs> that's hilarious um, she's stressed. I'm stressed. Yeah. Um, I'm just very glad I'm not pregnant. Uh, <laughs> and we actually have a babysitter. So we're going out for a nice, oh, nice early dinner and then we'll be going straight home after the match. But it'll be nice to watch a match out. Yep. It's uh, our lovely brother Brian's birthday. So we're going to celebrate with him. Nice. But uh, yes. And listen. Oh, I can't hear you. That's so funny. When you said, wait there, I thought you were going to say happy birthday. Then I said, she's forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) It's Kayleigh Crichton's birthday tomorrow. So send her lots of birthday wishes, everybody. And Kevin. The double double 21st when uh, I have literally nothing planned. Like literally, it's really depressing when I think about it. I know, but you've holidays next week. Yeah, exactly. That's why I haven't sort of planned anything, I suppose. But um, I don't know. It's just. 
And fair play, you're sipping off the booze, have you now? Yeah, girl, still off it, more than a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> falling off the wagon <laughs> gloriously next week. Stay next week. What yeah. time is your flight next week? Be oh my god, silly o'clock. <laughs> no, half five in the morning. It's reckless. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'll I will wait till I am on Spanish soil before I indulge. Yeah. But um, yeah. So so really looking forward to that. Cannot oh, I just cannot wait for that. Just everything, just a rest and my skin. I want to get sun on my skin yeah. and. Yeah. Um, all of that so that's a nice birthday present coming next week tomorrow we've got loads of stuff on with the kids birthday parties and all that jazz not mine obviously um, and then Aww. Estella's getting her school photos redone in the middle of the day don't ask and she smashed up her face this week <laughs> so oh she's going to have a smash God. face in, the, in oh, her school photo her. but anyway and um, well listen we love you very much thank, thank you so much you. for everything and Aww. leading the way on the podcast and all that obviously Aww. and uh, Maeve loves her Auntie Kay loads and can't wait to see her next Aww. week <laughs> I love you too and, uh, happy Happy, happy birthday Thank for tomorrow. You. We love you loads. Oh, that's and I'm nice. sure all the listeners will be sending lovely wishes. Well, I you. hope 42 <laughs> is as positive as 41 was. So I am Just going to, to thank my blessings. So we cannot go to Vegas and have a big kiss. So. <laughs> 45, was that it? We were doing it for my 45th. Brilliant. I'll start saving. Uh, cool. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for listening. Remember to share with people. And um, if we've got any listeners from America who've started listening because of Strike Force 5, <laughs> believe it or not, people, this has actually happened. We've had more listens in America the last few weeks because people are confusing <laughs> us with Strike Force Five. And but I think they're staying. You know, they just love us. So hey, Yay, everyone in America, we love welcome. you. Welcome, 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 America. Um, Kate Mila Falta. <laughs> and uh, yeah, look, we'll uh, be back again next week probably. <laughs> TBC. Yeah, before holidays. Yeah, before the holidays. Exactly. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.